Boys, got a question. Mm. Would you rather your favorite team get blown out in a big game or have it be really freaking close down to the wire and then you lose? Oh. <laughs> We've been there I, for both. We've been there for both. <laughs> yeah, man. I, that, it's funny because I feel like whatever end of that you are on currently, you wish for the other. Yeah. And like neither answer is ever right. That's what I think because I've been in the blowout and I'm like, you know what? It would have been like, we could have at least been competitive. It would have been nice. And then like when it's down to the wire and like Jesse James didn't catch the ball and you lose the game, you're like, oh, you know what? I would have rather just been a blowout so I didn't have to like, so that cat catch didn't have to matter. And like, I didn't have to care this much. Uh, there's no, there's no right answer to that question. That's a good point. And like I, my gut, if I'm going with my gut, I want the, I think I'd rather take the stress and emotion of the close game you know, even though knowing it was that close, it could have gone the other way versus the blowout. Because again, we've been there for both of them. But I'll tell you what, to your what you were just speaking of there, Chris. I think you remember the close game more in years following. Mm-hmm. Like for some reason, we still go back to that and say like we don't go back and recall the blowout. No, in like a championship I, game. I still can't stop thinking about Scotty Reynolds at the buzzer. Pitt Villanova yes. in the Elite Eight. Like yes. I will never forget that. But I couldn't tell you the countless amount of times Pitt's teams lost in like the round of 32 to Pacific. Like I, you know, I like I don't, I don't remember how yeah. those games went. So yeah, that's that's why it's tough. It's like I think in the moment, like give me the close game, give me the heart-wrenching loss at the end. But at the same time, those are more often the ones that sting more years down the road that you can recall and realize, duh. We were that close. It's tough. Yeah, give me give me the blowout because I've <laughs> and especially give we me did. the blowout. They did. They yeah, gave it yeah, to you. They did. Yes, thank you, <laughs> Joe. Yeah, Joe Flacco and the Cleveland Browns definitely gave us the blowout yesterday. Um, but yeah, uh, I if I feel like there's situations too, right? So if you're watching the game on TV, you plan your day around it. You're like, yo, everybody, this is what we're doing at this time, or like this is what I'm doing at this time. Everyone. Leave me alone. <laughs> the blowout is very annoying. I rather yeah. have it be close. But if I travel to the game, I kind of want the blowout. Because if I travel to a game, whether it was like an NCAA tournament game or a bowl game, or if the, you know, like if I went to Houston for this game or something, I would rather it be a blowout so I could just forget about it and just start partying. Because if I'm going on a road trip to a game, I'm going with somebody that I care about and want to have a good time with, right? So, like, mm-hmm. I rather that instead of having it linger while we just, like, you know, chug Jack and Cokes depressed at the end of the night. I rather be happy and just have a good time. So, there's situations there. So, I was, like, I was going through this a lot because I had a lot of time to think about this yesterday. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, but I think I'd, I'll take I would, I would take the blowout because I – because I remember when West Virginia lost to Duke in the final four, Duke set a record for like three pointers that game. Like there was literally nothing they could do. There's absolutely nothing. They just didn't miss anything. Right. And friggin', it was like, all right, we just kind of figured it out. It was like, all right, so this is going to be that kind of night. 
okay. Then Deshaun Butler got hurt and it was like, ah, well, we're in Indianapolis. Let's party. And that was just it. <laughs> so. It's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. The last game I traveled to was uh, at Notre Dame and that was a blowout. And right. I'm going to be honest with you. Like I wish I could have hung around past like three minutes into the second half. Like it would have been cool to be at that game longer, you know? So I don't know. How was and you're the then going off of what Didi just said, Chris? It's like you didn't exactly have a, a lovely night out in South Bend after that, right? Like, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, or did you or like, or did you at least you got to jump any earlier start on it? No, when you get an early start in South Bend, where are you going? Home. <laughs> yeah, yeah home. <laughs> it's not Indianapolis would have at least given us some options, but yeah, true, right, right, great point. Just get an early start on the drive home. That's what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah, we don't need the hotel. Fuck it. It's over. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's up? It's the Brunch Breakdown. Didi out here in Los Angeles. Chris and Dan are in Pittsburgh. Today on the show, it's Sports Brunch. So if you are still here, you probably like sports. If you're not, listen to another episode. Anyways, or wait, if you're not, you're not listening to me talk right now. So why'd I just say it like that? Anyways, today on the show, we're going to be talking uh, Irrelevant Bowl. We're going to talk Nick Saban in a way you probably haven't heard it yet. We're going to be talking Bill Belichick. Uh, We're uh, snow and wintry games and if they should be postponed and some other stuff. And we've got a lot. It's sports brunch and a lot happened in sports this week. So let's this is going to go all over the place. So let's dive in. Dan, let everybody know where they can find us. Happily, my friend, anywhere podcasts are available, you can find the brunch breakdown. We've got new episodes coming your week each week, every Wednesday, new episodes. If you're just hit follow or hit subscribe, wherever you like, it's Spotify, it's Apple, it's Google, it's Stitcher, it's iHeartRadio, it's Amazon, it's Odyssey, it's Audible, wherever it is. You can do that anywhere. Hit subscribe, hit follow. It's all there. It's all there. Those new episodes will come straight to you. Okay. And while you're there, leave us a review. We greatly appreciate all of you that listen to us uh, from day one and have just started this week. Appreciate all of you. Full video episodes also available on YouTube and on Facebook. And gentlemen, now full video episodes available on Spotify. If you didn't notice, full video episodes available now on Spotify. You go in the same place. You go to Brunch Breakdown on Spotify, you hit play, the episode, boom, pops up right there on your phone, your tablet, your screen. The video comes up. Every time I remember to do it, the video will be there. But <laughs> video is now available on Spotify, which is why I've waited to really announce that because I forgot once. Um, so a couple, of, a couple of those. That's the plan moving forward. Uh, and again, you can listen to just the audio, but the video will still play on Spotify. It'll be there. You can't escape it. Okay. Well, how does that... Um, wait, now, can I stop you? How does that work? So please. do you... We so do when we do the video episodes, do we when you go into Spotify, there's a there's an audio normal track to listen to and then also a video option because do you have no, to upload it, a video separately or like I do have to up, yeah, the up the video gets uploaded separately, but then they almost become the same. They come one in the same episode. So there's not an audio option and a video option. When you click play, the mm-hmm. video plays on your phone almost like it does on Spotify with like the music videos now. Yeah. Automatically or sometimes with um uh, Apple music and stuff like that. It automatically plays the video and that's what it does with the podcast now. And you can just continue to listen or you can watch it's there for you as well. So I just have to remember to do it. Yeah. Cause it doesn't work automatically like the audio does. So it's there. It's there waiting for you. It's an easy way to do it. Okay. Do it safe. Don't watch it in the car. You've listened to the car, but watch on Spotify. Wow. Now watch us in the car. You should do it. Watch us in the yeah, car. Whatever. Please do that. I want to make this very clear. Okay. 
The YouTube and Facebook videos still premiere at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, available on demand anytime you want to watch after that. Spotify, whatever. We'll just say it's the same thing because it's just a matter of when I remember to do it. <laughs> so whatever. not exactly. Don't count on Spotify and be there first thing in the morning or at noon. It'll be there when it's there. Okay, whenever you want to watch. <laughs> Give me a chance. Give me a break. All right. We'll get in this new habit we're forming here. There's a lot of production going on. Basically, all that said, videos, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, okay? Everywhere on social media, at Brunch Breakdown, follow us. We follow you back. Well, that's right here. Example right here, Chris Gates. That's amazing. I'm on Spotify. You are the video right there on Spotify. How about that? Unbelievable. How about that? You like that, boys? See, I love sharing these raw, exclusive moments uh, on the air with everybody. Because you guys didn't know this. You didn't know this. So I missed the meeting about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brunch breakdown on Spotify. I really got to update my man. I didn't get that email. All right. Yeah. yeah well, update the resume. It's on there, boys. Uh, and of course, Sounds of Brunch. Where can you find that? Also on Spotify. Just search Sounds of Brunch. Follow and subscribe to that too. We've got what we're listening to each and every week the new music. Uh, we put this week's on there. We leave last week's on there as well. Give you a chance to catch up. Listen to all the good stuff that we're listening to. So you don't have to take notes during the episode uh, like my co-hosts don't uh, take notes of their own music. So you don't have to take notes of their music either. You can just go to Spotify, watch them, listen to them, and find their music and my music on the Sounds of Brunch exclusively Friday on Spotify. So that's it, boys. Beautiful. Wow. Dan, breaking <laughs> news. Brunch breakdown on Spotify. Chris. I like that. Dude, get it off your chest. It's time. All right. Um, well, that rocked my world. I didn't, I, you know, (laughs) we, this is what happens when you, when you miss episodes, it's one thing, but when you, when you miss the brunch breakdown boardroom meetings, then it's a whole other thing. You don't even know what's going on with the podcast anymore. Right. Um, shatters your world. (laughs) It's unbelievable. Okay. I want to talk about, I I don't want to, we're going to talk about weather and football and sports later. So I don't want to step on that too much, but I want to touch on it just a little bit because I just want to run through how the sports calendar should work throughout the year. Okay. And you guys let me know if uh, these dates seem correct or incorrect. Um, Football should start on Labor Day and it should end January 1st. College pro, same thing. It should end right there. Hockey, should start with the Winter Classic on January 1st and then wow. go the Stanley Cup final should end Memorial Day weekend. That should be the end of hockey season. We don't need more hockey than that, okay? We don't need hockey in July. It's just that nobody needs it. Um, baseball should start Memorial Day and, and end Memorial Day. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I started laughing. I was like, I'm not going to interrupt him, but he really should be like, it should start on September 1st and end on October 1st. <laughs> well, yeah, now you guys are, now you're making me think maybe I'm not even right about this one. I had put yeah. Memorial Day to Labor Day, but maybe it should be like 4th of July, Memorial Day to 4th of July. Uh, I, <laughs> I mean, he honestly, should... if you go 4th of July till Labor Day, I could get down with that. Yes. That's fair. I could do that. I could do that. That's fair. Yeah. But then for everybody's sanity, I also have basketball going from Memorial Day to Labor Day so that we have something else to watch during the summer. Okay. That's okay. Okay. how I think mm. the sports calendar should operate. Um, so that one, we're not getting way more sports than we need. And I know that sounds crazy as a very big sports fan, but there's just like too much. I've missed 
all of the Penguin season to date, but I've also been told that it doesn't matter. So then why are they playing all these games? You know what I mean? Like if you don't, if like the, the first three to four months of a season don't really matter, and then it's like, oh, when the trade deadline hits, that's when it matters. Okay. Stop it. Uh, there's 10 and seven football teams in the NFL playoffs. So like that big whole season shit, it doesn't really matter all that much. Okay. Cause you can lose seven or eight games and make the playoffs. Um, yeah. I just think we need less of sports to an extent and then place them at the right time so that we're not dealing with too many games, games where you, you your beer is frozen games that have to be postponed for stuff. Like it's just stupid. You know, this is good because I just get sick of certain sports after they're on for too long. Like mm. the fact that the Super Bowl's not until like Valentine's Day now, like that's basically what it is. It falls like right before Valentine's Day every year now. That's what it is because they add, you know, so because they added the extra week. I'm sick of football like now. Like I'm kind of over it. Like, yeah, it's like, we'll watch. And I'm not saying I don't like football or whatever. I'm just saying I'm like, I'm I'm over it. And it's kind of like that with like basketball and hockey and whatever. And it's like, why are these things starting in October? Like, we don't need to start in October. They even added the in-season tournament and all the in-season tournament did, which was make the Lakers terrible and make the Pacers terrible. And, and so I don't know if that's going to be a thing going forward with these end season tournaments. Is it like they went, they got so high up, like it was some big championship. Then it was like, oh yeah, you, you play tomorrow night. Now everybody's <laughs> shitty. So, but they needed to do that to get people to care about these games before January. So I'm like, I'm with you. I just kind of get sick of watching the same thing after a certain point. I'm like kind of over it after five or six months. So it shouldn't go on for most of the year. Good point. Good point. Love it. Well, boys, I'm going to get this off my chest. Um, old people, it's time for all of you old coaches to retire. Here's why. All of you. They are, right? They need to. No, <laughs> no, they're not. That's the problem. Nick Saban's the only one who said, I'm retiring. Mm. The mm. rest of them were like, we're sticking around. That's Maybe. True. Let's yeah. see. And I'm like, mm -hmm. guys, just let it go. Let new people come in. You're already so rich. Why do you want to do this in your 70s? Being a football coach does not sound exciting, does not sound fun to me. If you're good at it, that's cool, but it just doesn't sound like something you want to do in your 70s or like die on the sideline. And I understand why people did it back in the day, like, you know, people like Joe Paterno or some people like that, because like they didn't make as much money as these dudes make now. They make so much money, so much money. So when I saw that, like, I saw a bunch of people making reports about Mike Tomlin, like, you know, going over what he wants to do and things, family or whatever. And there's rumors he doesn't want to coach forever. I'm like, yeah, why would you want to coach forever? It does not seem fun when they talk about coaches sleeping in the sleeping in their office and having to deal with all these people and all these personalities and all this stuff. And you don't sleep and you're doing this. And now football's like this whole 24, seven, 365 thing. Why would you want to do that forever? Like, I just, the fact that Bill Belichick's probably going to be the Dallas Cowboys head coach here in like the next week or something like that is just like, why? Like, 
go live your best life. It's like, why do you want to be a football coach? I don't, I don't get it. It does not seem fun at all. I don't get it. Like old coaches just retire. Be like Nick Saban, retire. Don't say, mm, leaving the door open for other opportunities. No, no, no. Just retire. Have fun. Live your life. Go be on a yacht somewhere with all of your money. God, retire. Yeah, look at a guy like Bill Cower. He's like, ah, I'm going to step aside, probably take a year or two off, maybe find another opportunity. And not long after, he's like, forget that. This is a okay gig. And I'm, you know, probably making more money doing TV, working on a couple of days a week instead of every hour of every day forever. Like, that's one guy that got it right. There aren't many of them that do it. They hold on too long. They hold on to those glory days, right? You want to have the championships, about legacies, about this, about that. Pete Carroll is like 72. Dude. Now he looks like he's 52 and he walks does. around like he's 52. Does. But yes. like, brother, go spend time with your great your grandkids and probably your great grandkids not that long after. Like, come on. You've done it. You've done it. You're one on both sides. You're one of the few that's done it. Like, take a chill pill. Enjoy your time off with all your money. Like you said, Didi. If uh, Jimbo Fisher comes back to coach, then it's like, I'm going to be so mad. Oh, <laughs> he, he doesn't have to work anywhere. Yeah. If he comes back to coach, he's like, he's the same as Tom Brady. Like he hates his family and his family yeah. hates him. Like, and that might be it, man. That might be it. Be. Like when you're a coach, you take seven jobs and 10 years and you move to all these different cities and you drag your family along. Maybe it's like, the more you do that, the more you alienate your family, and then you find out the only friends you have are the other coaches. So you just keep coaching because you have no. <laughs> if you were to retire, your family doesn't want to be with you. You don't have a social life, so like you just hang out at the football facility. Yeah, and it like might, that might be the case for a lot of these guys. Yeah, dude, it might be, and it's like in Mike Tomlin. He this is a guy who who doesn't tweet really, and like tweeted out his son's SoundCloud link. When he put out a rap song, like that's a father right there. Like that's somebody <laughs> who enjoys his family. He's not coaching forever. Like, and I, and I just, and I just, I get it. I'm like, just don't do this forever. Just doesn't seem like fun. Just no, like, no, just retire. If I'm Jimbo thing. Fisher, I'm like for the rest of my life, I'm just going to be like a middle school football coach and just like run people over, like just rule middle school football. Just like dominate. And like, that's it. That's all I need. Go home. Dinner's waiting for me hot on the table still each night because I made it home on time because I'm a middle school football coach and I'm still making a ridiculous amount of money. So that's what I'm doing if I'm Jimbo Fisher. <laughs> he would still recruit though. You know it. He would still get out there, <laughs> pound the pavement. <laughs> that's the documentary that I want. I yeah, want I you like the former <laughs> like... SEC coach is middle school runs the whole middle school. Yeah. That's what I want. I can get, I can get you that Dunkaroos money, that, that Huggies money that right there. <laughs> I, I, that's <laughs> going to play for me. Dunkaroos for the rest of your life, kid. You ready? <laughs> God. Jesus Christ. Dan, get it off your chest. Uh, 
Well, what I'm going to get off my chest today is almost exactly what Chris was going to was getting off his chest. Um, we have meetings about the important stuff, but apparently not what we talk about. Um, similar <laughs> to what you were saying about the the calendar, I'm going to get specific. I'm going to get specific to football because the football calendar continues to grow, like you both alluded to. We got less preseason games now, more regular season games, and there's still talk that they're going to expand this thing even more. Right, another week. It's it's going to happen. Right, the Super Bowl is going to be in late February. Uh, before we know it. Um, but like mother nature has clearly said, I literally don't care what you guys are doing. I'm still here to mess around. Okay. I'm gonna mess around when I'm ready to mess around. Okay. Apparently mother nature didn't get the memo. Uh, and really for the past couple of years, if you have noticed, uh, that, uh, the early playoff games, the wild card, the divisional round are being decided or even moved because of the weather. Right. And these climates all over the country. I'm not just talking New England and I'm not just talking Buffalo. It's happening everywhere. People, this is why the Super Bowl is played indoors. Okay. And in warm weather climates. You know, the further we leg to the season, the later the Super Bowl is, and the worse and worse it's going to get. And it's only January. It's the middle of January. And we continue to see these places all over the country just freezing, snowing. Wind everywhere that's out in the elements, everywhere is freezing. And the most important time of the year and the most important games can turn into absolute shit or even like knock off a well-deserved team from advancing because it was real windy that day <laughs> or it was negative four degrees and the the quarterback lost a knuckle on his pinky because it froze and got knocked off. You know what I mean? But the fact that the season keeps on growing, this is just going to continue to build and build and build. And we all know that climate change is real and it's only going to continue to get worse. So Chris, I like your idea there. January 1st, boom. Let's, let's put, let's, let's pop the champagne. Let's get the confetti. Let's, let's call a champion. Or January 1st, January 1st. Let's call a champion January 1st. Pro, college. Um, I like that. You know, college has a week zero, right? They start their season early. It's week zero. I know everybody plays, but like maybe the NFL should take a little bit of note and start a little bit earlier. Because you know what, people? What we saw over the weekend, specifically in Kansas City, we're going to get to that here in a bit. Like, People are going to be risking their lives for the remainder of Patrick Mahomes' career because he has yet to play a road playoff game, okay? And he's got a long career to go. So there's going to be a lot of home games in Kansas City in January, late January, freezing, ill-advised conditions for human beings. And that's not changing anytime soon. So, yes, Chris, with you. Move the calendar. Enough of this nonsense. Maybe, uh, maybe Roger Goodell seeing a cold Taylor Swift is what will finally make change happen <laughs> for us. The breaking point. Maybe. Dude, <laughs> did you see her swag surfing? Yeah. <laughs> I saw her. Yes. <laughs> it was, it was like, it's funny because Taylor Swift is 34 years old and or 33, something like that. And I'm like, Swag Surf, it's an old song. Like, you would think that she had done it before. 
And it looked like she had never done it before. And I was like, what is going on with your arms? What are you doing? What is happening? And this is a popular music artist who does popular music and, uh, you know, and is always seen dancing and singing and rapping to songs at award shows. And I'm like, you've never, you've never seen, you've never been a part of a swag surf. <laughs> and at that moment, I felt sad for her. So I was going to say, like, it's a little sad, isn't it? It's I more felt sad, sad than for her. I was like, damn, like, she's been really just, you know, just sheltered. As a huge yeah. celebrity, you haven't been in the club sweaty swag surfing. And I just feel sad for her. And her, her first surf was with Travis Kelsey's mom. Donna, baby. I know. Let's go. I know. Who was like just she she wasn't even doing the arm. She was just going back and forth like this. Which made the it people, seem like Taylor was putting more effort into it than she actually was. But it's just yeah, like yeah. basis of comparison here. Right. The people that Taylor Swift has been sitting next to week to week is fascinating. And I want to know, how is this being decided? How is this being – once, if, you know, one week it's Travis Kelsey's mom. The next week it's Brittany Mahomes. The next week she's got like the entire Heim band in there. Like what is going on? What is going on with that lottery system? I would love to know. And Jackson Mahomes is behind Taylor all the time. And I find <laughs> that to be the best thing. Every time she's in the box, you just see Jackson just like chilling right there. Nice. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll talk about weather here more in a second. Let's just open some brews, guys. And uh, I'm going to open one up because there's so much yelling happening in my house right now. And you would think these kids will be happy because they freaking... Went to a birthday party today. They're so excited. Nope. Just came in screaming and yelling. So open it up. Truly vodka, seltzer, uh, blackberry, and lemon. Open it up. Might shotgun this thing. We'll see what happens. There we go. Ooh. <laughs> Gotta love the uh, the beer sponsored by children. Those are always good ones. <clears throat> um, the best. I, uh, I had, uh, you, you know, speaking of the cold weather, I, <laughs> we, I had a uh, brew dog the non-alcoholic punk AF. Okay. I had that earlier. Um, but I, we had a bunch of beers. This was one of them left out on our deck from Christmas. You know, we did the classic thing Northeast, like it's cold outside. We just put the beer out there. That's good enough. It'd be cold for everybody. And then we just like never brought it back in. So I grabbed one off of the deck and forgot about the whole, like, frozen on the inside carbonation and like mm. so i popped it open and like the the ice wasn't at the top so i took a little sip and i put it down and then looked away and then 15 seconds later looked back at it and everything was wet <laughs> so, <laughs> yep so just a word to the wise a reminder if your beer is even partially frozen uh be aware make sure you're near a sink um yeah that was my experience Nice. Wow. Okay. Well, um, I don't know if we can declare Bruce Day saved, uh, partially saved. We had some uh, really dedicated fans last week, uh, call basically calling for both of your heads. Um, yeah. There was no beer at Bruce Day aside from me. So <laughs> it partially saved here this week. We'll call it that. Right. Well, you know, would you like to offer an apology? Who are these people? No, I don't. Them, name, These names. are our loyal listeners that names, stream names, video names. on Spotify. Listen, Ryan, shut <laughs> up. Okay? Ryan, Ryan, Ryan can shut up. And, Ryan uh, Marie Johnson. 
Uh, it's Ryan, not Ryan. I, oh, I, Ryan is Ryan. I'll be honest with you guys. Like I'm kind of going into 2024. Not sure if I'm going to drink alcohol this year, being straight up honest with you. So like, we're looking at a long stretch Ooh. of, of NAs. Okay. I think like, unless I have like a, a solid hang with you boys or, or some of those other groups of friends that I mentioned a couple episodes ago, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that I'm going to drink. So Ryan and at at all get used to it. Boy, I cannot wait for Brews Day week one, 2025, when Chris is drunk on his ass from a 5% beer next year. I cannot wait. <laughs> one yingling. The, the I, tolerance is. Dude, I think I'm not, maybe, maybe I won't drink until Didi turns 40. Maybe that's it. No. No, 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 no. Because listen, I love you, but I don't want you to like be asleep at <laughs> four o'clock. So I I respect your mission, but I need you to like understand. All right. That until whatever the... 40th celebrations are happening, I need you to start drinking like two months before. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I'll, I'll get myself back into game shape for you, Didi. I promise. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate you. you. Okay. Didi's like, I got to book an emergency trip back to Pittsburgh because Chris <laughs> is going to not drink and I'm worried about him. <laughs> Go to the south side. <laughs> yeah. We're taking you out. We're taking you out, boy. <laughs> um, all right. Here to save the day. Once again, me. Um, heavy hitter. Heavy hitter this week. Wicked Weed Brewing at, from the Mecca, Asheville, North Carolina. Boys, this is the barrel-aged guilty, guilty pleasures milk and cookies version. That's right. Let me give you that rundown one more time. Barrel-aged guilty pleasures milk and cookies. I say 11.6. It does. I said a heavy hitter. It's it's 11.6. Not a school mighty. night here this week, baby. 11.6. Thankfully, it's a 12-ounce can. Uh, chocolate, cookie, milk. Uh, a little bit of oatmeal. There's also some golden uh, brewed with some golden raisins and some cinnamon and some vanilla. I mean, boy, it is dessert city over here. Guilty pleasure written all over. Eleven six. My tolerance says, "Let's go, bring it on." See how the end of this episode goes. The guilty pleasure, milk and cookies. Here milk, we are. Milk, milk cookies. Weed. Milk cookies and Everclear in that thing. Like Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. What yeah. on earth? Wicked weed, one of the best. One of the best. Yeah, is, is oh, delicious. Dan, you're definitely making up for me, so thank you. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Gotta come strong. After last week, I was like, all right, we we gotta go. We gotta go oh, here. Cheers, boys. <laughs> cheers. First day. Cheers, Dan. Here, good luck. <laughs> see, see you tomorrow. <laughs> all right. Well, since. We just talked about weather. Let's keep going with weather. Getting the main menu here. Uh, since there have been, you know, listen, Steelers Bills game postponed uh, because of travel conditions. What was going on in Kansas City yesterday? <laughs> negative twenty-seven degrees. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Negative four, fourth coldest NFL game ever. And so, my question to you guys is: Is there a temperature or a weather condition that makes you just say you have tickets to the game? Okay, you have tickets to the game. I don't care what kind of game it is. I guess playoff game makes it more important. Whatever. 
But is there a condition that you're just going to be like, oh, fuck the tickets, I'm not going? Because <laughs> that's all I could think about when I when I saw the Steelers game got postponed. I was like, who's going to that? Because it got postponed for travel conditions. It's like, who? Why? And then the same thing with Kansas City as that game was completely packed and they were talking about how tailgating did not slow down one bit. They said it was maybe even bigger than it's ever been. Uh, yeah. So is there a weather condition that makes you say, no, I'm not doing it, guys. Not doing it. Go ahead, Dan. Uh, that w- that one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could ever go to a playoff game in Kansas City. Ever. It's too It's too much there, man. It's crazy. Every year it goes through this and it gets worse and worse. For me, I mean, it might differ from team to team, right? We're fortunate enough that we've dealt with, you know, some success. Uh, so it's not like the D- Detroit Lions in the playoffs and it's all about this. It matters that much. But like, I think my threshold of comfortability is around 18 degrees. Like, I can project bundle up above 18 degrees wind whatnot i think i can withstand it but 18 degrees is where i start to go you know eh, this is such a good idea i don't think i need to be here not 19 no 19 is cool you're good with bring 19. it on 19 let's go yeah okay. 19 just we can make it 18 that's the, i think that's the number for me okay yeah. what if Very like exact. what if what if it's like a 430 game and it starts at 22 degrees but like you know it's gonna drop um, yeah, see, that's dangerous. There, you that's leave once there. it gets hang on. Yeah, I think we go, we go as long as we can, and then if we if we start to dip, and running game isn't playing long <laughs> enough to get the blood boiling, then let's get out of here. Let's start okay. the car. All right, seat warmers on. Just Fair. looks up at yeah. the scoreboard at a Creaser Stadium, and it says yeah. someone taps on Dan's shoulder behind him, and he's like, "Yo, man, 17. <laughs> that's your name. <laughs> nope, we gotta go. That's it. We can't handle it. Can't handle." <laughs> um i i have the only i mean i really only go to one team's games anymore so i kind of thought about like pit football games i go to every game um and throughout the years my seat locations have changed to the point where now i have club seats yeah no no box knock boxes don't count in this okay because i was gonna say Uh i specifically have club seats because of all of the terrible weather that i've encountered over the 35 36 years of my life going to sporting events if i can't i can't have club seats no you cannot no you can't Mm -hmm. you can't just you don't get to just walk from the parking lot into the stadium and say you dealt with the conditions no no out there out there with the people No, out sir. there, out there with the people. <laughs> um, okay, so I actually think, in a lot of circumstances, rain is worse than like mm. cold and snow. Um, there's a lot that you can do from a game planning and preparatory perspective. If I can dig into some of my Mike Tomlin vernacular here, uh, to put myself in a good position to be successful. In that moment, you know what I'm saying? And the weighty, the weighty downs, the weighty downs for cold, for cold weather games, you know, you can, you can plan ahead and you can get the hand warmers and the foot warmers, and you can put on a bunch of different layers. You can wear the ski pants and jacket and all get the face mask. Um, I do think though, that there is, there is a point where like, even that is probably not going to help you enjoy the game. And I think what we saw in Kansas city the other night 
is part of it. If you are opening your beer and it's freezing immediately, like that's probably a sign, right? And I saw some of those photos, okay? And and maybe the problem is that you're drinking Michelob Ultra, but that is that is still is very <laughs> cold, okay? That's still very cold. I, I, I'm going to stick stick to this though. I think in most scenarios, rain is actually what would deter me from going to a football game or a sporting event more than the cold. If we're talking wind chills of like, negative teens or worse though i'm probably i'm probably out yeah that's what i came to too actually uh rain i don't care if it's 100 degrees and it's raining you won't catch me there <laughs> i won't be there i don't need to sell my tickets and stuff up they'll just you know i'll just hit somebody up who i know is going to do the game and dealing with the rain i'll be like yo man my seats are open just letting you know no one's sitting in section 106 seat 11 and 12 like we're I'm not going <laughs> It's just rain. No, rain is just awful. Rain is just awful yeah. all the time. Like cold. And of course, like the Kansas City thing, like that was a lot like fourth coldest game ever. But like I can deal with cold because you're kind of mentally prepared for it. You know, if the game's not going your way or the game's not exciting, you can kind of just, you know, you it, 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 that would suck. But like you're, you know, it was a really boring game because I was thinking about 13-9 the other day and like. It, I don't remember it being cold, but I just remember being really annoyed. And if it would have been really, and if it would have been really cold, I would have had to stay for that whole game. Cause that's mm. the worst part about the cold is that like you're there, you're mentally prepared. And if the game's close, you're just there. It's still like close. You're just in the cold, freezing your ass off in a boring game. That would suck, but rain. Rain's the one, though. Rain's the one. Can't and cold rain, like oh. from 42 to oh. 32, where it's oh, not, God. is the worst. Mm -mm. Nothing worse than a cold rain. That, Dan, for, for, forget it. I'm, I mean, I, and I, I, I will never forget, Dan. I witnessed you in rain at the ACC championship several years ago. And like that was, that was probably like high, high 40s. Yeah. Temps, but rain. Yeah. And like, weren't you sick for weeks after that? I was. I was. That hit me hard being yeah. out in the rain. Cause we were tailgating all day at the yeah. game. We didn't, and it was cold and rainy. And it wasn't supposed to be that cold and rainy. And, and yeah, that one rocked me, rocked me to my core. That was rough. Yeah. yeah no, thank you. God, rain. Yeah. Rain's <sighs> it for me. Ugh. You will not catch me at a game in the rain at all. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into uh, some of the biggest stories of this week. Uh, Nick Saban, he announced he's retiring. Kind of came sort of out of nowhere. I guess he was still interviewing, like, assistants and still recruiting and talking to folks. And then was just like, you know what? Don't feel like doing this anymore. <laughs> but people were, uh, fans were leaving him presents at his statue. They were leaving him Coke and oatmeal cream pies. <laughs> at his statue around uh, Alabama's campus. So Chris had a delightful question. What do you want people to leave you, leave for you when you retire? You know, at your statue, which we all have outside of our houses or something. <laughs> so Chris, what do you want people to leave you? Well, first, I knew Nick Saban was a fan of Coke because he always has one right there at his press conferences, like on mm -hmm. the... Mm -hmm. I did not know the the oatmeal cream pie thing though. I had he's got just I a had, drawer in the desk. Just 
unwraps it. Oh, finally. It's just every day, like 4.30. After OCP every time. Yeah, OCP. every time he it's has just to... on his calendar every day. OCP, OCP time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just imagined him like after every call with like a like a 17-year-old trying to convince them to come to Alabama. He's like, oh, I can't say, okay, hang up. <laughs> Give me another oatmeal cream pie. That was brutal. <laughs> um, <laughs> Like, what does Riz mean? Like, God. Just <laughs> yeah uh, um so oh, man there's i have so many staples there are so many because i'm like i'm a very routine like type of person i i eat and drink a lot of the same things consistently day after day week after week um one of the first things that came to mind was like leave bags of basmati rice at my statue <laughs> please <laughs> Because it is nature's finest grain, and uh, I want to eat all of it. <laughs> that one got Dan. <laughs> Did you not see that one coming, Dan? Oh, man, you need some help, brother. What is going on? <laughs> nature's finest grain, Dan. Oh, oh gosh. <sighs> anything. Oh, you can pick anything. I mean, you're not I wrong. know, Dan. I know. Uh, like... <laughs> Goodness gracious. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, well, I'm picking uh, Wicked Weed Barrel Aged Guilty Pleasures <laughs> Milk and Cookies. Dan, if, if people leave that yeah. at your statue, you're going to die like a week after retirement. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and you know what? Yeah. I don't forget oatmeal cream pies. I just, it's all right here. It's all in liquid form, all That's in beverage true. form right here. I love it. So I'll go with the Nick Saban diet. Uh, diet. But uh, just craft beer in general, right? Just leave the craft beer, the good stuff. And I'll sneak by there at night, pick it up. I don't have to worry about being tampered with, you know, no homemade treats and banana breads and stuff like that. Nah, nah. Give me the, give me the clean. Crisp craft, craft beer, all the guilty pleasures right here, right here in a can. That's what I want. You know, it's hot wings for me. I just want people to just like, just leave me one wing. Don't give me your whole order. Just leave me one. I just want everybody <laughs> just like on your way home from takeout or whatever. Or if you're like getting ready to finish your wings, you're like, let's leave this one two bone. Let's go throw it at the statue. You just throw it out your car. You know what I mean? You just got, wow. There it is. Just throw it out. For your boy, just leave me. Just leave me one wing for me. You get a you get a twelve piece, ten piece, wherever you're at, whatever it is. You know, just leave that one wing for me. I think it should be more respectful for you than that. <laughs> yeah, throw it. Just in. chucking chicken at your face. I think. <laughs> people, me, I think it should be. Like, you know, it's kind of like pour one out, like uh, like like present it right like like give me mm. that one wing in like a little you know the container thing and just like j like like place it at my feet as a sign of respect type of deal. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So you want it to be like, like, like communion type deal with the, with the, with the <laughs> cracker or whatever. Like, it's like, <laughs> I got it. I really hope my parents aren't listening to this episode. <laughs> now oh. I get it. Chris, I'm, I'm with you. I've changed my whole thing now. I need you. It's because I did this. <laughs> Yes, it's because you did that. That's all. That's all I could think of was this. It's like, oh my god, it's like communion. This is great. It's uh, like God, the swings of buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, 
<laughs> the buffalo wing of Christ. We're just <laughs> God. Oh man, dude, this is why I love the brunch breakdown because you completely changed everything. I was cool with people yeah. just throwing wings at me, and you were like, "No, no, no, no." That's so it disrespectful. Be... <laughs> no, it is. Yeah, I needed this to be like communion, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah. That's a good friend right there. That's a good yeah. friend. You know, I'm here for you, Didi. I'm here for you. Um, the other one I had was like, leave me your favorite hot sauces, and I'll try all of them. Okay. It doesn't That's have to be one. mine. So I'm not like selfish like Nick Saban. Like, no, I only want Coca-Cola. Like, you want to leave me Franks? Leave me Franks. You want some Cholula? Drop me some Cholula. You got something else I've never heard of? Drop it off because I'm retired now. I got a lot of time and I can spend all of it on the toilet if I need to. I'm going to try all these hot sauces. Got, got a lot of time, got a lot of rice to eat and a little, need a little spice, need a little flavor. See, Dan, you get it. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm trying to make okay. a meal over here. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just freeloading over here. <laughs> Jeez. Dedicate my whole life to this team. Um oh. anything pumpkin. Yeah. That's not the most obvious answer for Cedar Boy Steel City Dan there. Anything pumpkin. Bring it. Leave it all year round. I already stash up and up for me. Uh I'll tell you what. Those pumpkin frosted flakes were buy one, get one free. I waited long enough and they were buy one, get one free this week. And I snagged those bad boys up. So I am pumpkin loaded through February. I'm in good shape for this year. A lot of pumpkin. Uh, so yeah, I want that all year round. And if I just get people leaving it at my statue, I'm set. Leave it all. Everything pumpkin. You know, on the same, when I thought, when I saw the oatmeal cream pie thing, the first thing I thought was I love little Debbie brownies. Like, I love them. Not the cosmic brownies. I know everybody loves those. That's not my thing. Mm. I like the ones with the nuts in them. And that's what I would want people to leave me. Just leave me mm. a bunch of them. And I would just come up, scoop them up with a shovel. <laughs> what a man. I get brownies for life, dude. I freaking love those things, man. And I'm like, that's why. And Nick Saban from West Virginia, he gets it. Little Debbie. I don't know if she's from West Virginia, but I'm, I'll just say she is. So there it is. <laughs> West Virginia's no. Little Debbie. Proud West Virginian. Everybody, everybody knows that. And I, I uh, happen to love how many West Virginia fans were like, oh, Nick Saban's coming here. Like, what are you, who, what are you talking about? In <laughs> what world is Nick Saban coming to coach West Virginia? Just shut up. Just go, log off. Please. <laughs> better hope that freaking, because it seems like nobody wants the Washington job. They would hope Neil Brown doesn't leave to go with Washington. Like, oh, no, geez. Because it seems like no one wants that job. That's what I'm, that's what I'm seeing. So. I don't know. Uh, the last one I have is like not actually leaving things to me, but it's actually, it's kind of like a, I want my statue to be active so that we can do an activity mm. together. Okay. okay. What I want my statue to be is actually a bench, like a bench press in front. Okay. And instead of there being like the J hooks where the barbell goes into it, it's my statue is me spotting you. And so the barbell lays in my hands. And what I want you to do is come and do a few reps with me. Okay. Do a few reps with me as a sign of respect, as a sign of all the work I put in, in my career. I would love to spot you one last time. That's what I was thinking. How is this not been done? This has to be a real statue somewhere. Uh, like it, world's strongest man, like somebody in Lithuania or something has to have a statue like this. 
they're gonna be real pissed to find out that I'm the guy that has that statue. <laughs> <laughs> the world's not even close to strongest uh, anything. He already took it. <laughs> um. Uh. By the way, uh, little Debbie, Chattanooga, Tennessee, but oh, West Virginia by heart, of course. Close enough. Yeah, of course. Well, a lot of people call it. West Virginia the the Chattanooga of the United States. So. Yes, all the time, all the time. Um, and last one for me, like, just leave my shoes, leave shoes in my size, you know, <laughs> not <laughs> new shoes. Just, just step, step away from my shoes, please. <laughs> just leave my shoes there, okay? Leave Can my you shoes. Not touch them. Bring me shoes. Bring me new shoes, new <laughs> pairs of shoes. Uh, Nikes, uh, Jordans, Air Force Ones, uh, Vans. Bring them all. Leave them there, fresh. Just a pile of shoes. Just that's, and I'll be good. I'll be good to go the rest of my life. My foot won't be growing anymore at that point. We'll be good. Bring on the shoes. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's just charity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This might be the greatest segment we've ever done in the history of this show. <laughs> thanks to the GOAT, Nick Saban. It's all oh because my of God. Thank the greatest you, Nick makes Saban. the greatest. Good God. Thank you, Nick Saban. All right. Uh, now let's go into the next one. Uh, we have the irrelevant bowl. Chris, break this down. The, oh, the irrelevant bowl. Yeah, I mean, it is it is what it sounds like. There's a sponsor, I guess, trying to actually put together a bowl game for the two worst teams in college football every year. And so I sent this to you guys. I'm just like, if you were on one of those two teams, you know, people are often are like, oh, the toilet bowls between like the, the Browns and whoever, like, you know, it's like people <laughs> say that all the time. Um, <laughs> Dan loves anti-Cleveland. I just threw that in there for him. Um <laughs> So, yeah, like if you were on one of those teams, would you guys actually show up for that bowl game? No. It's so it's so demeaning. No. Oh, hell yeah. If I'm getting the same swag pack. No. Let's go. No. no. Chance national TV. Here's the problem. Here's there's a big problem with this game. And because I don't hate the idea of the game. There's <laughs> actually there's two problems. First problem. They don't pay the players. So if you paid the players, right, if the players got paid by the NCAA, you could be like, okay, this works. We could do this, but they don't pay the players. So it doesn't work. And the second reason why this doesn't work is there's no way to make this nice. So you would just be <laughs> making fun of college athletes who like bust their ass every day. And don't get paid for it. And you would just be making fun of them the whole time. Like, they would have, like, Pat McAfee and his crew as the announcing crew. Like, it would just be all a joke. And you can't do that. <laughs> like, I I would love for it to be the freaking Carolina Panthers versus the whatever. I, like, the New England Patriots this year, that would be hilarious. Let's give them all the jokes and make this a freaking just shit show. Like, let's do it. But like, or the Detroit Pistons versus whomever. Like, let's just do it. But like, I can't do it. I can't do it in college. I can't. My heart. That's somebody's baby out there. I just can't well, do it. This, this year it would have been 2 and 10 Vanderbilt facing 1 and 11 Akron. Those Vanderbilt be a hard one to watch. Smart. It'd be a hard watch, that's for sure. Um, but it'd be funny. 
it would be funny. Yeah. And that's and that's what <clears throat> it might and it, this has been a wild story to follow because like three hours after this this report came out, uh people were reporting that no they they like went to the conferences and every con conference was like there is a, no chance in hell we would ever agree to this. Like ever. Like no way this is ever going to happen. But these even the Mac Mr. Irrelevant. Even the Mac. <laughs> oh, come on. I know. Mac I know. All so it, it doesn't sound like it'll happen, but the Mr. Irrelevant people, you know, the last pick in the draft is and a sponsor behind them want to make this happen. And I mean, here's the thing. We all know this. We don't need more bowl games. We don't need more bowl games. We don't. But like, I don't know. Would this be competitive? It may not be good football, but if it's close, I guess I'll take a close game than some of the playoff games we've had in the NFL this weekend. <laughs> if it's you can guarantee me a close game against two garbage teams, let's go. I'll take it. I'll take it. But Dude. and you could do good. It could. Uh, do you think it could help these programs, or do you think would? Do you honestly think it would hurt or help the program more? Like help by the national exposure or hurt because. You have a national because <laughs> of national exposure, and you're showing how bad your team is. I think it's a I think it's a negative because like the exposure you're getting is how bad your program is. Not like it's going to help you with recruiting. You may get a little bit of money, but it's like it probably be a net negative because kids are going to be like, well, if I have to choose between this school or Vanderbilt, well, Vanderbilt was the laughing stock of the country last year, so I'm going to go to the other school. I yeah, I just don't see how it helps. You would have to have like a, like a, it would have to be like a perfect, it wouldn't be the worst two teams, right? It wouldn't be the worst two teams. It would just be two teams that you, that didn't make, didn't have enough wins to make bowl games, like Colorado, for instance, right? And you find another school that has a charismatic coach and like a team that has expectations like i don't know what miami's record is this year but was this year but like i feel like miami most years is that team that like people just really want to watch and they really want them to be good because they love them in the 80s and they love them in the 2000s they just want them to be good and like i feel like if you had a bad miami team and then you had like the upstart team that everyone talked about like colorado you could do this game they wouldn't necessarily be the worst teams but it would be like irrelevant neither one of these teams you know should be relevant but they like are in our hearts i guess <laughs> i think I if we know. use the idea of relegation like we've talked about on this podcast and a lot of people have like that they do in soccer if there was like a if it was like the relegation bowl where if you lose you get relegated mm. like then i'm tuning in and those kids are fighting some stakes like on then the I'm line. Yeah. Yeah. And those kids are fighting. They're there. The oatmeal cream pie bowl. <laughs> OCP time bowl. OCP time. God. Oh, man. All right. Well, boys, Um, here's another question. Uh, and this is really quick. Bill Belichick, should he coach more? Do you want to see him more? Do you want to see him go somewhere else? No, I haven't wanted to see more of Bill Belichick in a really long time. <laughs> yeah, same. If he was entertaining in any way, shape, or form, like maybe because even Nick Saban has lightened up, you know, a bit the last couple of years of his career, he's lightened up a lot. Um, Bill Belichick's getting worse. He's really, really kind of a jackass uh, to the media, and 
I don't care if he breaks Don Shula's record. I know he badly, badly wants that. I really kind of hope he doesn't get it. So no, I don't, I don't need his, his smugness. Take your smugness and go home to your dogs and Nantucket sweaters and stuff like that. Get out of here. I want to see him go to the Chargers and they just still suck. That's really what I want. <laughs> They're like, literally nobody can fix this team. <laughs> Personally, that's what I want. I just, I want them to just, they implode the franchise after three years. They're just like, you know what? If Bill Belichick couldn't turn this thing around, what's the yeah. point? Take it back to San Diego yeah, at that point. Yeah, yeah. just just take yeah. it somewhere. Like, just just be done. Like, that's honestly <laughs> what I want. I'm just, I want him to go to say, I want him to come to LA for the Chargers and just be like, yeah. And just have him do press conferences where he's just like, why does no one come? Why does nobody care? <laughs> like, that's what I want. There's no Chargers fans. They don't exist. Uh-huh. All right, let's get into music, guys. Uh, Chris, what you got, man? What are you listening to? All right. Uh, so my first one is a band I've mentioned before on the podcast. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember this, but the band is called Cleveland Avenue. And I strangely came across this band. It's a, they're from Chicago. Their band name is Cleveland Avenue. I became aware of them when I was in Chicago with our friends from Cleveland for a bachelor party. Very, very weird. Uh, circumstances there um but they're a really catchy pop punk band with like a lot of punch um and they have a new song they put out called tell me that i really enjoy so that is my first one for the playlist this week beautiful daniel what you got uh stating the obvious here uh the first pick in the nfl draft uh ariana grande yes and i mean she came hard on this song it's a banger and i love it this is the year of ariana it is happening buckle up people we've been waiting we got just a taste here and it is tasty so yes more all right so <laughs> that was a lot milk and cookies milk i wasn't cookies, ready baby. for that man the milk and cookies are really going i was like all right um <laughs> so uh all right so i realized something that i was very busy in the month of october like uh with the birthdays and all that and didn't realize how b- busy i was because there are two albums that i completely missed holly humberstone and i completely missed troy Sivan. Mm. both going on this list troy Sivan, i'm gonna go with first his album is amazing 10 songs 33 minutes listen to it over and over again shit's incredible like such a good album i love this album so much and i'm gonna put still got it on the playlist i might put another song on there but or one of your girls on the playlist too but man this album is so good 10 songs 33 minutes guys 33 minutes perfecto 33 minutes perfect it's a good number god bam morris wore that number i like it uh my second song is from a band called crooked teeth who i just recently came across their pop punk trio um, they're not super well known. They are, this is one of my favorite things from the pop punk genre guys is when a band names itself after a nut, like a reference from another pop punk band. Okay. I believe their band name comes from a neck deep song, which is very cool. Um, but they put out a song, uh, called our favorite song, 
Um, it's just like about nostalgia. It's about when you hear a song and it reminds you about someone and you wonder about what they think of when they hear that song, because that song, when you hear it, reminds you of them, which is kind of like a, you know, thing. So, uh, the entire album is good, uh, minus like two or three songs, but yeah, our favorite song from Crooked Teeth is my pick number two. Okay. Uh, pick number two for me from Waugh is from The Vaccines. And the song is called Discount de Kooning. And it's off their newly released album. Came out last week called uh, Pick Up Full of Pink Carnations. Which, odd title. But it's actually their sixth studio album. So this band's been around for a while. English band, alternative band. And this song, Discount de Kooning, is... Follow me here. It's kind of Bleachers meets Coldplay meets The Killers kind of vibe is what I get from it. So let me know if you hear the same thing, you hear something different in this new one from The Vaccines. Okay, The Vaccines. Yeah. All right. All right. Holly Humberstone, Into Your Room. Ooh. Holy shit. Mm. Holy shit. What a goddamn song. Whole album's flames. And I, dude. I was like, when did this album come out? How did I miss this? It's because it was the month of October. October's just going to be a shit show forever. Like, that's just what it is. And I missed, I realized that I missed mad albums for this month. So, um, yeah, Holly Humberstone, Into Your Room. That is a jam. Mm -hmm. Nice. Uh, okay, my last one, pick number three, is uh, I got another one from TikTok, boys. Uh, these two dudes... Nick D and Connor Price, they're very, very popular on TikTok. Um, they both, well, Connor Price raps, Nick D kind of like raps and does other stuff. Uh, but they do music together uh relatively frequently. And sometimes they like take just like a comment that somebody posts on one of their videos and then turns it into a song. So somebody posted a comment that was like, basically, um, I want you to write a song that's like my theme song for the year. And it gets me in the right vibe when I go to like get my morning coffee and then like, just like get in the mood for the day. They wrote this song called no bad side that like literally starts where like they're running late because they can't stop staring at themselves in the mirror because they look so good. Like it's, <laughs> it is a really good song. I think you guys are both going to like it. Uh, and uh, I've been listening to it a lot. So yeah, no bad side is the song. I like it. Okay, nice. all right. I like uh, Connor last... Price. He's done some stuff with Hoodie Allen, and I really like it. So yeah, yeah. Uh, last one for me is from Alice Merton. Uh, she's got a new one out called Runaway Girl, and that name may or may not ring a bell. Uh, she's best known for her song No Roots from a couple of years ago. I got no roots. Yeah, that's Alice Merton. Um, born in Germany, raised in Canada. Um, and so this new one called Runaway Girl is pretty like upbeat kind of for her style. Really, there's a driving beat behind it and it gets your foot tapping a little bit. So I kind of like this, uh, like this one a lot from Alice Merton called Runaway Girl. All right. Last one uh, for me. Lil Nas X is back. Mm. Jay Christ. This song's fire. Like it just is by the third, by the first time I listened to it, I was like, okay, this is cool. Second time I was like, all right, third time, this is a jam. Like, it's just, it, it's a jam. And I just, I love it. I love Lil Nas X. I love the lyrics of the song. I love everything about it. And it's just, to me, it is the first banger of 2024. Ring the alarm. First banger of 2024. Jay Christ, Lil Nas X. And that 
is what we're listening to. Check out the playlist on Spotify and check out the freaking podcast on Spotify and just do everything on Spotify. Watch, listen, everything. Do it all. Spotify. We love you, Spotify. Yes. You're the best. (laughs) All right, boys. (laughs) And that's the end of the brunch breakdown. So let us know. Uh, What are your thoughts, man? What's what final thoughts on the brunch breakdown? What we got? January, whatever day this is. I would like you to take your shoes off. Come bench press at my statue and then have post-workout chicken wings at Didi statue. You can go Dan statue, Chris statue, Didi statue. You got your whole pre to pre-workout to workout to post-workout routine. We got everything set up. I think it's a good, I think it's, I think it's the way people should live. And I think we should rename this podcast OCP time because right here. It's always OCP time. That's the French breakdown. (laughs) We're out.